0: Welcome, everybody, to The Scale Up Show. Excited for you to be with me today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk through live event AI use cases from three days with 700 executives. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. And I want to welcome everybody to this episode is brought to you by the Sales AI Accelerator, which is a new program I am releasing so they can literally become superhuman by passing 99% of your peers and competitors by using AI 95% faster specifically for sales. So if you want to be the first to know, check it out in the show notes. You can sign up for the waiting list for the next time it is reopened and I look to see you in there. Okay. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to do a little bit of a different episode. I am going to walk through the kind of key takeaways that I had from the go-to-market event with over 700 executives. And on top of it, it was over three days and it was in Nashville. Okay. So it was a really, really cool event. So what happened was I flew in Tuesday. I was supposed to go to a meetup. There was a party and effectively I got in kind of late. I was wiped for some reason Tuesday. And I don't know if you know about me, but the absolute worst thing in the world that you could do when you're going to an event for multiple days is to go in on fumes. Okay. And so I actually took a knee. I did not go out to the event, uh, the party that I was invited to. And so I just kind of chilled. And it was kind of cool because the Blackhawks had their their home, or not their home opener, their season opener, and uh Bedard was playing. So that was awesome. It was like the number one over pick, one overall pick in the draft for you hockey nuts? So we got to see that, chilled. Okay. And then the next day, uh, what I did is I did a bunch of things, right? What I'm gonna do is walk you through kind of the the core framework that I have. When I'm leveraging this, and effectively, there's three things that I usually do when I go to events. But on top of that, I'm going to give you three bonus actual use cases at the end of how I use the new ChatGPT vision at the event live and how you can use it for events that you have coming up because it was kind of unique. It just came out. I was playing with it for about an hour and the airport's use case, use case, use case, right? I'm like, okay, how can I use it here? How can I use it there? And then what happened was at the event, I tried to apply some of those and they work really, really well. So I'm going to share those with you at the end. But the first thing is, if you look at like the core event stack, I look at really three critical areas that I try and leverage for every single event. Um, the number one thing, and this is outside the event stack that I always do, is try and find ways to help other people too. Whether it's just by answering questions or sharing things that I know, or just anyway, right? So that's like an overarching theme. And then if you look at it, like the event stack, Number one is always have a focus on new business. Okay, Now, granted, there are some events where you're just going those for knowledge capture or masterminding. Events like this where it's got your target audience, but then also peers and even folks that are further ahead than you. Those are really good events to always, always look at a new business opportunity. Right. So what I do for these events to make him hyper valuable, regardless of whether I have a sponsorship or not, is identify usually five to seven folks that I want to meet with in advance. Uh, this could be prospect, this could be referrals, this could be existing customers, this could even be old customers, right? Like people that I really, really want to connect with live and form a different kind of connection that you just don't get over Zoom, okay? So that's step one. If you do that uh, consistently, every event you go to, uh, and if you're an individual contributor, you can do this for every single day, right? So you could stack... 10, 15, 20 meetings if it's a three or four day event and just be highly, highly not just productive, but at the same time move a lot forward in a different way because you're doing it all live right in front of people. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, okay, partnerships. Okay. And when I look at partnerships, there's a lot of different ways to do this. Oh, wait, I forgot something. I, I don't want to miss this. So when we're talking about net new business, one other thing, and I've talked to so many people about this, and many people forget to do it, is host a dinner. Have that dinner with three, four year customers and have that dinner also with another six to eight prospects. Okay. Four of your best customers, six of your best prospects. Boom. It's one of the easiest things in the world to convert when you do that because you have people singing your praises with people that you really want to do business with. Okay. So, didn't want to forget that. That was a, a great nugget. I've used it so many times over the years, and I think it's probably have like a 99% hit rate. I was actually talking to a SaaS CEO about that while I was there. I don't know, they're about 10 million in revenue. He's like, I'm kicking myself for not doing that. Like, okay, so don't forget that. All right, now let's move out of the partnership side of it, okay? A lot of really good opportunities existed there because there's so many people that I've met over the last few years digitally, or I should say virtually, if you will, but actually saw them in real life. And so it was really cool. I actually got a chance to go out to dinner with a lot of other folks that are in the consulting area like I am. Uh, and other areas that are supportive of that, right? So there's about maybe seven or eight of us that went out. It was really cool. I mean, some people like Dale Z, I I got to meet him live in person, which we've known each other probably for three and a half years and never met. So that was cool. Um, At the same time, you know, folks like Jeremy Sweet and Jonathan Moss get to see those guys. Uh, Randy, I met her through Pavilion as well, was a hoot. Um, and then, uh, you know, Pete, uh, Finseth was just somebody we met at the event. It was there. So a lot of folks that were basically kind of going through the same thing that, that I was in terms of stage of the journey, building a business, doing all that. So from a partnering perspective, that was really, really strong because there's multiple opportunities that came out of that. And it was a hell of a lot of fun. Right. So we went out to dinner. And then the other thing that I kind of realized is like, cause I, I never in my past role, had the opportunity for basically that that growth through partnerships. And however, what I'm doing now, especially with the Sales AI Accelerator, is there's a lot of opportunities for me to share this with their audience or share this with other people and have their solutions complement mine and vice versa. So there was probably another three or four solid partnership opportunities that kind of came out as a result of the event. Okay. So that's two. So partnerships. So we have, you know, direct pipeline and then we have partnerships. And then the last but not least, before we get into the ChatGPT vision use cases, is knowledge and benchmarking. Okay? I always, always, always try and learn something super either insightful, interesting, uh, that I can immediately apply when I get back from the event. Okay, And so there are some really cool speakers there. Um, and, when, and so some of the folks that I really like is Chris Voss. I've never seen Chris Voss speak live who's the author of never split the difference also the black swan group okay so he was he was awesome to see and one of my key takeaways from him was like effectively you can say the same thing to one person but but say it to him three different ways and get three totally different responses emotionally and psychologically based on how you phrase the question and like his it, like it was it was so good um Just just like kind of unlocking that, because like one of the the key things is like, um, all right, well, you know, I I like your outfit or whatever. It's like, oh, wow, I like your outfit. You must have a good reason for for wearing that. You know, like it must be something that you really enjoy or, or something along those lines. And it basically changes the whole conversation experience that someone has from you. So the question architecture of and labeling that he uses is unbelievable which makes me want to dig into his work more from just a linguistics perspective. Okay. So that was really cool. Uh, Sangram from go to market partners was really, really strong as well. I loved his, I think it was what, 15 challenges that they had with go to market and then basically identifying what the challenge is and then attacking those and, and basically working through that. So that was something else that I fo- I found really, really interesting was his presentation. I, I sat through a few of his. Okay. And then, the other thing that I talk about, so that's knowledge sharing a couple of areas of like, okay, how can I use this or apply this to help either my clients or help my business personally, right? So the next one is benchmarking. And that's integrated into the knowledge and benchmarking. And this was really, really interesting because like, and and I didn't really think of this until like afterwards, I was debriefing, looking at all my notes. Like I, t- I took notes on my iPhone and I was like taking pictures and then like writing notes. And then like, you know, just kind of digesting it. And after I had a chance to process all of it, one of the things that was really, really unique is with benchmarking, you know, I've been like a nut, as you could tell, about AI, right? I've been like just really deep into it, trying to understand it, trying to find all the business use cases. And here's the thing that was mind blowing to me there's people up there that, and I'm not going to give any specific companies names or anything like that, people that have very big companies that have a lot of funding, and they were saying stuff about AI that just isn't true. Okay. And I don't know if it was intentional because some of the large language models compete with them, or it's because of the fact that they're not up to date with what happened. Because they were saying stuff that was true two months ago, but is not true today. So the reason why I'm telling you this is not to put someone else down, but more to give you insight is like, even people that do this for their job that are in the thick of it, that are responsible for companies and revenue orgs that have AI companies, aren't even able to keep up with this because it's happening so fast. So I'm doing that to give you like a virtual hug so that you don't feel overwhelmed and that you could understand just by attacking this and going after this, you could be further ahead than 99.5% of the people in this space, even by those that like, basically this is their job. This is what they do. Okay. So like, once again, you could be ahead of 99.5% of people. If you just attack this and go after this, uh, because you focus on it, even versus people that have companies that, that sell competing solutions with this. Okay. So that's part of why I'm creating these resources for you and sharing those with you. And that leads me to a perfect segue. Oh, I forgot one other thing. I had an AI meetup while I was there, which was fantastic. Right. Um, I, you know, met with, with some of the folks that I've mentioned before, uh, there was, there was founders, there was other people involved. Uh, and it was amazing, right? Just sharing use cases, nerding out on on AI and how to leverage it. Um, there was actual partnership music, dinner and drinks, axe throwing, and then last but not least, uh, absolutely amazing. One of my friend Brian, one of my friends Brian, I should say, is um you know he's an owner of the Predators. Got to go to the owners box. You know, had some people join me: Sophie, Pete, Jeremy, Cliff Simon, um, Josh. You know, my wife, my friends you know, Brian and Angela and Brian and stuff. It was just absolutely amazing um, to to do that, have that experience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you listen to the show, Brian, that was one of the most amazing and most experiences that I've ever had. So awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I got to connect with people that I have not met or seen in real life as well. So that was amazing. Okay. So now getting to the, the, the bonus, the use cases, like how can you use this? So If you do not have it, download the mobile app of ChatGPT on your phone, okay? So you're going to be able to talk to it like a human. There's the voice capability where you can actually have conversations with it, and then it records the conversation, like, as a separate chat. Um, But then there's also vision. So what's available now is, like, you can take pictures of it. If you don't have it, make sure your app is updated, okay? There was somebody at the conference um, who's an amazing person that did not update their app, and so they're like, I don't have it, I don't get it, so I showed them. Um, All it is is a little box at the bottom okay that like a picture just like you would in a text so what's happening there is um one of the cool things is there's there's three use cases that i kind of identified while i was at a live event okay and so one of them was you know how you have those kind of like screenshots of the sponsors right where there's like logo 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 like all over the place right one of the things i did was i took a picture of it and then i fed that in a chat gpt and i said okay categorize every single one of these companies. I want you to categorize them by their solution, who they serve, their potential revenue, you know, annual revenue. And then, you know, I was looking at it from a potential partnership perspective, like who would be good people that serve the same audience that I do in a complementary but non-competitive way, right? And the results were pretty freaking cool. Like all I did is took that picture and gave those instructions to ChatGPT, and it spit out, a lot of details. Now I asked it for in tabular format as well, which is pretty cool. Um, The one thing I would tell you though, the revenue numbers weren't very good in terms of how big the companies were, but I would say the categorization and then the solution offering were really good. So that's like one example right there. Uh, A second example that you could leverage for using ChatGPT Vision at a live event would be, how many times do you have a speaker that goes on and gives like an amazing talk and they're like, on fire and, but they're going fast with their presentation. They're shooting through slides. And all you have to do now is take a picture. So you can take a picture of that framework or of what they're sharing and effectively pop that into chat GPT, ask chat GPT to write that as a guide, um, or you could ask to use that framework and then give it some context around what you do as well as how to apply it. Um, not how to apply it, but like what you want to apply that framework for. So let me give you an example. So so let's just say I see someone talking about a sales process, right? Like I'm going to give like the most basic example. Let's say somebody talking about a sales process. Boom. Take a picture of it, okay? And I'm, let's say, a founder who's new to sales, which I am not, but let's say I am, right? So take a picture of that, ask them, hey, what is the best way for me to apply this in my business? I sell this to this person, uh, and this is what my solution offering does and the outcomes it creates, right? So that's an example of like applying a framework and you could also say like, how do I tactically implement this over the next 30 days? So then you get information about, uh, you know, what you like, what the speaker is doing it and you're customizing it specifically to your business. Okay. So that's number two. Um, and then, you know, last but not least is, is, is the third one, which is like notes. Okay. I don't know if you're like me, but I take tons and tons of notes. So you could take notes in writing, or you could take it like on Apple notes. And what I would say is there's, there's two kind of ways you could do it. Like, obviously if it's Apple notes, like on your Apple phone, on the notes section, you can copy and paste that, feed it into ChatGPT, chat GPT and ask it to summarize it and identify potential outcomes that you would get by leveraging those notes or summarizing the notes with action items that you want to um, make sure you execute on. Or if you take a picture of your notes and they're written, you can effectively do the same thing. So those are three use cases that are super simple. One is like partnering opportunities. Two is like effectively executing the knowledge. And three is like summarization of notes with action items. And you can even ask it to prioritize, right? Like I haven't gone super deep on this, but just a couple of things that came to mind as I was going through it. And so I had to share these with you and I hope that you try them. And then let me know, you know, let me know when you try them, like what's the exact outcome you get? You know, any other new ideas. And I would love, love, love to hear those. So thanks for being on the show. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. You know, one of the biggest compliments you can give me is if you share this with other people and tell them, because that is the best way that podcasts spread. So thanks for being on the show. We'll see you all on the next episode. Thank you for checking out the Scale Up Show.